office of the president of Bob Jones University. This is the second episode of the President's Podcast, empowering people to reach their highest potential for God's glory. With Dr. Steve Pettit. With Dr. Steve Pettit. Hello, Doc. You didn't write that part down. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) How's it going? It's going pretty good. Wow. It's good to be back here. Well, it's been a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, a lot of water's gone under the bridge. I was thinking that uh, our students here at Bob Jones University have just finished a month of school. I told you we had we started with a hundred days. I've uh, written down every day, and now Got we're at about we're at about like like now sixty eight days left or something like that. Was that an estimation, or did you actually? That's pretty close. I would think That's so. Pretty close, yeah. yeah. So I think our students should take great encouragement that they're a third of the way through. Yeah, but I still have a lot of very big things that are due before we finish well, out those 68 know, days. Well, it's little by little, step by step. Little by little, inch by inch. Inch by inch. The yard yes. is hard. Yeah. <laughs> but for the inch, but a cinch. Yeah. Very okay, good. well, before Carolyn and I break out into song, uh, we've got a lot going on this week. We're going to get into that in a minute. But we have a we had something happen in chapel today. <laughs> did you did you see what happened, Caroline, or no? No. Um, so, wait, so this is like, this is like, Global Opportunity Go Week here, which is yep. a missions conference, mm-hmm. and something happened at the beginning of chapel? Yes. So we've got special chapels each week and got to focus on China, which is what we'll talk about with our special guest here in a minute. Um, but uh, so we're, we're starting chapel. You're doing your announcements. I'm at the back of an aisle there, aisle nine. All of a sudden, this whole row of people gets up and start walking back to me. I'm thinking, man, man, a lot of people leaving to go to the bathroom at the same time or something, you know? And then all of a sudden I, I hear one of my friends, Mary goes, uh, Max, there's a snake, there's a snake. And I'm thinking, oh no. Cause if, if for those, well, I'm sure most people listening know, but Founders Memorial has this huge slanted floor and all I'm thinking is this big black snake going all under everybody's the way down. chair. Oh, right. no. Right. Bedlam. <laughs> right. And so you're going to be up there doing announcements, then all of a sudden, who can And it's hard to get out of those chairs to the exit. If you're going under your feet, that, that'd be bad. Right. So I run out and get, like, a couple of the ushers. We get a trash bag and, like... I heard Carter tr- did the deed. Well, no. So we tried, <laughs> and then I get down there, and there's this, just this tiny little thing. Like in a, a worm? No. I mean, it was, a, it was, like, probably if we're measuring in cubits, which is what, the elbow to the fingertip or something like right. that? It's probably about one cubit. Well, that's pretty big. Well, I'm, but it was little, it was skinny. Like, okay. and right. it, so it was hanging down from the hymnal rack or whatever, and everybody's freaking out, and this- You mean I, a cell phone receptacle? N- no, the yeah, hymnal rack. Yeah, Dr. Vowell's cell phone receptacle. Dr. Vowell's, Mr. Vowell's. Mr. Vowell's cell phone receptacle. So I'm going to, I get a trash bag, I'm just gonna grab this thing, and then this kid grabs a hymnal and starts smashing it right when, I, I didn't even see who was praying today, but it was right during the prayer, and everybody's freaking out. He tries to grab the head and take that off, and finally we just kicked it into the trash can and got out of there, but I felt pretty bad because it was right during prayer. Well, but. so that, so what, is, what does that tell us? It tells us that uh, <laughs> we're empowering people here <laughs> to reach to take... the highest potential to kill snakes <laughs> yeah. during prayer. We've had bats before during chapel. We've had, oh, I wasn't here for the, the was it a tornado that ripped off part of the roof? Yeah, sorry, I, I, was, I was here at that time. That was back in the day. Yeah, we always tell that story when we give tours of the university. There's a tornado ripped off a 
part of the roof when Dr. Bob was talking. It was just a really good storm. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, it sounded good. Anyway, so that was the commotion today. I'm glad we didn't interrupt. You said you didn't see anything from the pulpit, which is... Uh, I didn't see anything. Didn't even know it happened until after I was I was leaving. So That's good. Uh, it, it, was, it doesn't seem to be too bad. That's good. So anyway, like Dr. Pettit mentioned, this week we do have Center for Global, Global, Opportunities, Global Opportunities Week Global here opportunities. at Bob Jones University. And uh, you want to talk a little bit about that, Doc? Yeah, so we have the Center here for Global Opportunities, which is uh, advancing the gospel locally, nationally, and globally. And it's uh, the center for our students to get involved here in the area, go on mission trips. And uh, this week we have... Uh, uh, around 40 different mission agencies that are here. And so we've had an emphasis this week on actually China, and it's been an awesome week. And so uh, we are going to talk uh, about that a little bit, but we had in, in chapel today our Chinese choir sing, and there yeah. we're going to have uh, that music here right now where uh, you're going to get to listen to them sing, and I think you'll be blessed. So hopefully that was a blessing to you, gives you a little taste of what we are able to hear in chapel today. If you heard one voice louder than all the others, it was probably my former uh, roommate there. Had a roommate for two years from China. I was unfortunately his first uh, first friend that he met in the States, so I'm privileged to know him. Well, for him, I feel like, yeah, yeah. Freshman year and uh, junior year, we were able to room together, and he's a great guy. He unfortunately can't be with us today, but he's actually doing one of the workshops. We've got several workshops uh, that are being done on Tuesday and Thursday, different um, just areas of uh, knowledge about China, 
um, and so on. And uh, we actually have a student with us today from China, and uh, her name is Helen Wallen. Helen, would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Helen Wallen. I have a dog <laughs> named Bonnie. <laughs> so, so Helen, I think Helen's pretty famous on the Helen, campus of Bob Jones. <laughs> Helen is known by all. <laughs> Helen because and Bonnie. Dog. No, not just because of the dog. <laughs> no, it's because of Helen. Yes. So, Helen, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from? So, I was born in China. Do you want, like, the story story? Yeah, or just, just the story. story. Just tell us the story the story. story. Okay. So, um, I was born in China, um, and during that period of time, it was, um, like, one child allowed. Right. Um, for each family and because I was a girl and I have disabilities automatically just like a no-go um, so my parents they kind of just left me like on a field um, so what, like, what, what what city were you in I was born in Shanxi okay. Yes. so that your parents left you yes um, while I was a baby I don't know like the whole entire story but I do know that I was left at the mm -hmm. field um, and there's a guy, I, he is like also in China and he has a church. So he came and found me, but during that time I was like covered with bugs. So I was being mm -hmm. eaten alive, kind of. <laughs> but I'm glad I don't remember that feeling when you So anyway, so he um, picked me up, took me home with him. Like mm -hmm. I know he for sure. He didn't want to, but he thought God has called him to, mm. like, take me home with him. Mm. So as time continued to go on, he... Um, How old were you at that time? I, I don't know. I was probably a baby. Okay. Like, mm. one years old or, like, just pretty, like, young. Mm. Just yeah. a baby. So, yeah, as time goes on, he continued to find more orphans, mm. uh, and he brought all those orphans home with him and so like there are probably five or six before the police came and like they mm. came and they knock on the door say hey like we found out that you're keeping kids in mm. here and they said you're not allowed to do that uh, and you need to like get rid of them kill them and here's the best way to do it so they said hey um, if you like just wrap the baby around um, just leave them, leave them there. It will take care of them. Mm. Like there will be no blood draw. But like it's cool because I know that like this is where I feel like God has like impacted my life is that like there's one policeman. All of all those um, he turned around. He gave this person some money and said, "Please take good care of these kids. Uh, we're just doing our job." And then he. Mm. He oh. just left, yeah. And, wow. like, during that time, so when this, um, I don't know, I we should give him a name because I don't... George. Want, George, okay, yeah. <laughs> George, he, so he, like, picked me up, and I have a, a condition called spina bifida. Mm -hmm. So it has, like, a huge, like, watery ball thing on my back. It was bigger than my head. Mm. He thought there's no way I was going to live past than two weeks. So he just, but he still continued to search for someone hmm. who's able to perform the surgery. Hmm. And he did, and it was done by a nurse. Hmm. And it was not in a hospital, it was in an, uh, just like a poor area. It was kind of like, it was just not the right mm -hmm. setting right. for surgery. Um, and like, 
it's just amazing because like you know in a surgery performance you cannot have like if you don't have enough light or sanitized like mm. instruments you probably will die because mm. of the bacteria and right. yeah. things like that um but like you know god has like protected me through all of that um, so I remember, I don't know like specifically what happened, but I remember halfway through the surgery, I start waking up. Mm -hmm. Like I start feeling the pain. How old were you at this point? I was probably like two or three years okay. old or something, or even a little younger. So you had just lived with George until then? He kind of like had started an orphanage. Oh, so. oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So you went through the surgery. Mm -hmm. I went through the surgery and, um, I think that's when I started having more memory of like, mm. there's actually an orphanage. There were probably like 40, 32, 40 kids. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so like the bottom floors are the people who has like autism, who yeah. has a lot of mental issues. Mm. And the upstairs floor were the newborn babies. I see. And I remember as three years old, I start like picking up things more and more. Like I, re I was sitting on the stair steps of the orphanage and then like right next to my orphanage is like kindergarten or preschool and i just remember sitting there and just watching like the parents come back and forth picking up their kid mm. and i would just like start wondering like where's mine where's mm. do i have a mom do i have a dad um and then also during that year i realized i cannot walk so because like in the beginning i was just like oh i'm not sure if um, I might just need a little bit more time before I can like stand up and walk. Maybe I'm just mm -hmm. not capable to tell like a little later on. But then realizing that like, yeah, I'm probably never going to walk. Mm. And like, I don't have a mom or a dad. So that period of time, I remember as a young age, like it was just really sad. I get like really sad and just don't know what to do. But I don't know. I feel like God planted a seed in my heart saying like, love those people if you feel this discouraged um then go and love don't mm. let any more other people feel the same pain that you have so so you learn to be unselfish by uh, uh instead of thinking about yourself think about others mm -hmm. Mm. so i and i feel like that has to be the seed god has planted in my mm. heart mm. Uh, at such a young age so at the age of like three or four years old i say start taking care of like newborn babies so i change them mm. i feed them I play with them. Mm. I become a great babysitter. <laughs> yeah, so like there's one room, there's like four or five kids, um, and they love me. Like whenever I go in there, they laugh. It's so mm. cool. And then mm. when I leave, like the nanny will take care of them, mm. but they cry and they say, Helen, you need to go back. You need to go back. <laughs> they, um, they want you. So like, so that was an interesting experience. And then, at age of six, where was well, actually before that, where we're supposed to go to kindergarten, right? I get kicked out because of my condition. Okay. Mm -hmm. They said, nope, you can't do it. Um, so I never went to kindergarten. My first grade, this is something you don't do, but like I cheated my way <laughs> through first grade because I never had that knowledge. Right. Like I don't know what like thing like pinging are or like just basic knowledge mm. so like and i really wanted to go to school mm. um so i want to first i get in because there's like an entrance exam so i get in and i was taking it um so i passed it 
and then I get kicked out of the game. Mm. Um, first, it was my own fault, but there's another reason. It's just mm. way too hard mm. because like I cannot walk, and then the transportation on top of it, like health condition, it's, it's not. Too it's too difficult. Right. So I was there like for a week or two. It was not very long. Um, so doing that, so from like born from when he picked me up to like orphanage when I was like seven years old. That during that time, there's some missionary who came, hmm. and one couple like saw me, and they were like extremely curious, hmm. and they like really loved my curiosity and how I'm like just always happy because I think I learned how to like change from like like me to like serving others and mm. that kind of joy it brings me right um so like they they loved me and like when they come they call me the little mermaid because <laughs> i never learned how to baby crawl mm. so i crawl like a mermaid style oh. so i'll go like down and up the stairs like oh. right <laughs> Yeah, so and so you so so you weren't living with them. They just came to visit you. They came, okay. but then um, I think God has a plan. So he, those couple came and told the orphanage like supervisor or whoever. They said like we want this girl, and then so that's why I moved to Beijing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I lived with that family for a year and a half, and during that year and a half, I started learning some English. They have like six kids during that time, so I was helping babysitting. And this was a Chinese couple? No, they He's, are American. Yeah, American couple. Okay. Missionaries. And so one day he just asked me, he's like, hey, Helen, like, what would you want the most? And I told him immediately, he said, I want a family. Hmm. So he he started like looking for like Chinese couple from different like province and found like six couples who are willing to serve um they're christian too um and so like that's when we start forming the foster family so i spent about five years for five and a half years like with them and um, that's when i first had my own birthday mm -hmm. first christmas okay like first like I don't know, just a lot of first time. Hmm. Get to go to church, big hmm. church. That's probably cool, wasn't it? Hmm. It was really cool, like doing Christmas shows, and hmm. I was eating like dumplings for New Year's, oh, yeah. staying up super late. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was like a great experience, but like um, at the same time, like my mom had like a heart problem, and she, she one day was just throwing up, and she thought no one cared, but my love language isn't just go up to her and say, hey, are you okay? I'm the more of like telling other people, say, like, hey, go check on mom, go check. Mm -hmm. But she didn't think that I cared or we cared. And she said, oh, like, I don't think, you, I did all this for you guys and you guys don't even care for me. And she said, oh, I'm gonna leave. Like, I'm gonna take up, pick, uh, I will take the one kid who actually cared for me uh, and we're going back to my old hometown. Hmm. And, you know, during that time, my heart crushed because I don't want to be back in an orphanage again, like uh -huh. feeling lonely. Um, most of my dreams are, like, that scare me the most is just people abandoning me. Just mm -hmm. like, yep, goodbye, no longer you're thrown right. on the street again. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. Um, I think she was just really mad. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm glad it was just... 
like that. And and then 2010 is when I got the news of I'm getting adopted. Okay. So um, apparently this family, uh, which is the Wallens, they wanted to adopt me three years ago, but I was there were like three other family who wanted to adopt me, so they were putting they were put on the waiting list. Mm -hmm. And so by 2010, I was turning about turning to about turning to 14 years old. And if you're 14, you're no longer allowed to be adopted. Okay. So when I when they were doing the process, if there's one paperwork didn't go through, I would be late. stuck yeah. in wow. China forever. Hmm. So it was like 12 hours hmm. before wow. the cutoff line. Wow. So you see God all along the way, don't you? <laughs> yes. Helen, you're like you're like the miracle. <laughs> it is a miracle, and mm. and so yeah. So then. Um, so now I'm adopted into a family of 10. Um, wow. And my family also like, does foster care. Hmm. Um, so it's just really cool to see how God worked through my life. Like I struggle with a lot of education like because I never had any. Mm -hmm. So when I was like in China doing that five years, I had like English, math, and Chinese. And that's it. No hmm. science, no history till I came to America. And in 2010 till now, I'm mm. always trying to catch mm. up with everyone So when else. did you come to the United States? What year? 2010. 2010. So you came to live with the Wallens there. Mm -hmm. And where, where are they from? They're from Ohio. Ohio. So you live there. Yes. So tell us how you got to Bob Jones. I got to Bob Jones because hmm. my brother, um, he wants to go in go to a culinary school, but he wants to go to a Christian culinary school. So my mom searched up um, Christian Culinary School and Bob Jones popped up. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so good job to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, yes, and then later, um, I went and visited the school. Um, and just said, uh, why not check it out? Yeah. Um, because it's nice warm weather. <laughs> Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, it's pretty hot. It's right like now. 95. We've had plenty of nice warm weather <laughs> this week. Yeah, but so I came and it was all right, but then... <laughs> oh, um, just all right. <laughs> just all right, just because it was too short, I didn't get to know sure. people. Right. What really got me falling in love with Bob Jones is doing 2016. Um, that's... Uh, the year I did like edu camp, ah. and it's a tons of counselor. I was here for three weeks. Wow! Which yes. camp did you do? Uh, computer science. Okay. For whole three weeks. Oh, wow. oh yeah! And one day the elevator broke, so oh. which is really nice because I get to go check out different things. Nice. So for those who don't know, EduCamp is our summer program for high schoolers, and they get to come in, and it's usually a one week. Uh, like program where they come in and they have different there's theater camps there's computer science there's culinary and so helen enjoyed it so much that you stayed for all three yeah programs of and it. Yeah. the week after that i left for china to visit my chinese foster family wow. so that was a busy busy, busy summer, summer yeah. but it was super fun but during that like three weeks i like fall in love with like the people because they're not on the phone all the time they are generally want to have a conversation mm -hmm. they play board games um, hmm. So, and it's a Christian school, and right. I want more than anything to get out into society and be prepared. Hmm. Like, I want to have my faith 
strong and like rooted in his word and i feel like bob jones mm. helps me to do that yeah so tell us your major here you're you're studying my major is science education and you're a junior now yes wonderful yes and you're doing okay hmm. so far so good <laughs> so tell us really quickly about bonnie Bonnie. Bonnie is my service dog. Um, I had her for about seven years now. Uh, she's actually my surprise birthday gift. Oh Wow. Yeah. She's so, sleeping over here. So everybody right? likes Bonnie. Yeah, she's too cute for her own good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or well, too smart. Well, tell, tell us, um, as we wrap this up, Helen, tell us uh, how it is that um, you've come close to God. Um, you know, very quickly, just tell us and then... Uh, where you are spiritually right now. Okay, so I, so like those, in my story, those three factors mm. uh, really impact in my life. My mom one day sat me down and said, Helen, like, do you believe God? I said, I don't know. And she said, you cannot be lukewarm. You either say, yes, there is a God and I believe him, or no, there is no God, um, so leave me alone. But mm. I, like for that moment, flashback into all the things that happened in my life I for me I know I cannot deny there's no God so that's why I give my faith to him give my yeah mm -hmm. so that's how I become a Christian so yeah after that I get baptized um, at Christ Community Chapel and I came to Bob Jones and like just like how much like God we talk about and I know God is calling me and transforming me and growing me mm. not necessarily super like easy it's <laughs> those trials mm -hmm. that made me grow um, quite fast and then like during summertime I actually worked at a camp now this is the second summer Ooh. I worked at camp and still like every summer I served there like I was being stretched spiritually mm. learning how to love learning that like it's not about me it's about God, everything is about Him. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of times we're not humble enough to realize that. I know I didn't. And, and like now I'm, my spiritual life, I don't know how would you describe it. Like I'm excited to like read His word and I know um, I'm not there mm -hmm. and I want to grow closer to Him. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter what it is, but what really touched me even just today it just how like there's so many people around the world actually going through persecution and it's easy mm -hmm. we might not feel as much when it's being told because they're words but mm -hmm. when you really think about it how they experience it through like it made me wow like here i am living a comfortable christian life mm -hmm. not willing to share the gospel um or just treasure God's word, or treasure the people who are encouraging, or pray for them, um, while other people who are right. going under persecution, they have so little, but so joyful yeah. and willing to serve, to go wherever God calls them. Well, Helen, we, we really appreciate your testimony, and uh, I know this has been a, it's been a good week with, uh, it's pretty cool for uh, our students, and then I think also the challenge of our speakers and so forth. So yeah. thanks for coming, Helen, yeah. and being with us. Helen, and you're a blessing to everybody on this campus that you talk to, and yeah. plus you let everybody pet Bonnie, and they all <laughs> find fun in that. And every every time people see Helen, they smile. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks, Alan. So what's happening coming up, guys, this week? Next week, big week. I don't know if we'll record before then, but uh, homecoming. So probably the biggest week of the fall uh, fall semester for Artist school. series next week. Artist mm-hmm. series, first artist series of the year. We have a special, a spe- it's very unique artist series. Uh, obviously, we have a huge emphasis on the dramas and the, and the arts here and the music that we do. But we're actually having a special uh, artist series based on a, a well-known uh, past faculty member, Dr. Pinozian. So that should be super exciting. I'm, I'm pretty ready for it. I don't, the, the thing is, I mean, not all the students here really know his story. So I think it'll be good to yeah, expose it, that. And a couple of key things about it. One is it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, about his story, but it's also going to be about the Armenian family that he grew up in right. and the Ar- Armenian genocide. So we actually have a special uh, guest artist that's coming, and her name is, uh, I'll, I'll get it correct here in just a moment, her name is Mariah Matassian, and she's actually singing traditional Armenian songs, so it will be quite a special evening. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. We're, we're excited about that. Yeah. So we got that, we've got U-Day, which is a huge day for us on Saturday. Uh, we'll have lots of booths out there for the community to come and experience here at at the university, and then we also have obviously the big homecoming games. Uh, and before Friday. the big homecoming games on Friday night, of course, we have the homecoming pep rally. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's after. That's after. The, so the homecoming games are okay, well, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night. Saturday night. But Friday, Friday night. Is big pep Friday night's big because we have the BJU talent show, the Bruins family game uh, game night, um, and then we also have uh, the pep rally after that. So. So are you guys like encouraging uh, our freshman uh, men to ask out some of the freshman girls or, or maybe upperclassmen girls to? Yeah, so this here? is something we talked about the other night, Doc and I, and he pulled up a bluegrass song to to tell, kind of get his point across. Is talking about a guy sitting in a booth somewhere too nervous to ask a girl out. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 So that was an interesting way. It, it hit home with me freshman year, <laughs> freshman max, because... You so, never asked any any girls out. So the guys need to step up to the plate and yes, and swing I would. The bat. I would say I would say so. Did well, so all you guys out there, uh, now it's a good opportunity if you haven't you taken go. the chance to first ask. one, first one for the freshman it'll, guys. It'll be big. Yeah. But I, I can give one piece of advice for that from my freshman year, coming from the other side of it, is if she says no the first time. You probably shouldn't ask again, <laughs> especially for the same artist series. Like like taking a hint. Some are a little yeah. too yeah, yeah. too uh, <laughs> forward with their asking, and some are a little too timid. I don't think there's many in between. So talking mm-hmm. about bluegrass, so the next time we meet together, uh, we're going to bring uh, the BJU Grass here, who just played. Featuring the, you. Well, I'm, I'm just a small part of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just the mandolin it's, the it's the international, we played in the International Bluegrass Music Association College Showcase. Yep. So uh, stay tuned for the next podcast. Yes, stay tuned. I've seen a seen a video, heard some of the songs. Pretty and, good. And pretty good. Pretty good. We've you've got two new members this year. Uh, we do. We yeah. have two. Yeah, they're they're really good. So too. they'll be back here next time, and we'll we'll hear selections from them. Yes. I don't know. Maybe we should. Uh, what's the song you? I don't know yet, but it'll be good. Okay. I was gonna say we should do the one you showed me the other night, the bacon and uh, uh, bacon. Well, and the... we don't have that one down. So. Well, okay. Well, we'll wait and see. Stay tuned for that, and uh, join us next week on the President's Podcast again. Thank you, Helen, for being with us and telling your story, and Bonnie, who's snoozing over there. <laughs> Doc, 
Any closing remarks? Or? Uh, just uh, be faithful to the Lord and, uh, and uh, use your gifts for God's glory. From the office of the president of Bob Jones University, this has been the second episode of the President's Podcast, empowering people to reach their highest potential for God's glory.